0: Hi everybody! Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channel. We are back with another match reaction two in two days uh, for the second game of the Salah Cup. I'm Scott. I'm host for this one, and I'm joined today by Daryl and Ian. Daryl, looking dapper with your new heat sharpening. How are (laughs) you, mate?
2: Yeah, very good, mate. Yeah, Um, you know it is the last two days. You know, I've, I've been trying to think you know it's a pre-season game and it doesn't you know how it's like quite a toned down thing and you know but actually the last two days and i think today in particular that like having watched the games it's actually got us buzzing for this week so it's you know it's it's like being back in the middle of a season it's great yeah
0: it's nice it's nice to be back at st james's park i think we were saying this yesterday and just nice to see the fans in the ground and everything yeah Uh, ian you were there yesterday um how are you and how was yesterday
1: uh yeah i'm really good and yesterday was canny um it's not the first time i've done where it's been like a double or triple header the, it was when the olympics were on Um they did something mm-hmm. similar um but cleverly though changed it yeah i attempted to change it yesterday where you couldn't re-enter the ground if you left but then because of uh contactless and card readers not working and then i know there's been a whole debacle today so teeth and issues but um, got a chance to try out the digital tickets, um, absolutely no bother at all, got in. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was good, um, miserable day yesterday weather-wise, um, but watched the, the first game, I think it was Villarreal against Nice, some decent player Nice have got some decent players mind. Um, and then obviously watched our match, but yeah, it was good, nice to see some goals and some clean sheets as well.
0: Yeah, well, Chris and I did do a reaction to the game yesterday, uh, but we will focus on the Villarreal game today. Uh it finished 4-0, but before we get into the full match, Ian, we'll talk about the lineup. Obviously, yesterday we kind of had half of what you'd expect a starting eleven to be, and it seems like we had the other half today. Um what were you, what was your
1: initial thoughts on the starting eleven? Um, given that yesterday's back four was probably you're starting 11 minus um, Alex Murphy at centre-half in the absence of Cher um, he expected sort of a, a makeshift back four today mm-hmm. and I think we'll, we'll possibly we'll touch on that uh, and how well or how nervy they looked um, but yeah, I expected changes. I didn't realise Longstaff was back to fitness, and I knew he had picked up a, yeah. a little bit of a knocker, a little bit of a niggle in in America. So, um, the midfield three of obviously Bruno, Joe Linton, Longstaff, which was a, a regular last season, I thought um, sort of it was it was more more or less what we've what we've come to see and, and know of them. Uh, very interested for Harvey Bonds, see how he got on. Um, and then I was quite surprised actually how how busy Richie looked Um I thought he, he by all accounts looked quite decent and then obviously Callum Wilson up top with Isaac starting yesterday so it's nice to have although I wouldn't say it's necessarily two starting 11s because there are some players there that I just don't think cut the mustard but it's nice to see that if you wanted to you could make a, a, a second 11 of premier leagues I'll, I'll use that term loosely with some of the premier league standard quality but um and not have to use like the the youngins and stuff like that so it's uh it's nice to see in terms of the squad we are bolstering we are getting the the extra numbers in and, and getting that little bit of depth in
0: yeah daryl i mean the the subs bench was i think it was pretty identical to yesterday but it was the same wasn't the same keeper and everything um obviously a uh, uh, you don't want to see a weaker substitutes bench, but it wouldn't be a bench you'd expect to see next week, uh, for example.
2: Oh, no, absolutely not, no. Um, I think probably, you know, out of all the out of the two the 22 players that he's used to start the two games in the last two days, whoever isn't playing, like, in, like whoever doesn't start next week against Aston Villa will certainly be sitting on that bench and it'll be, you know what it is, I think for the first time in a while it'll probably look like a pretty strong bench, yeah. especially for, mm. in, in terms of our eyes and our views and, and us looking at it. For us, it's going to be a relatively strong bench and it's going to be really nice to see that. And, you know, you mentioned about certain players coming in from the fringes and starting today. I think what we're going to learn very well, what we already knew to a degree and what we will learn even more is just how versatile this squad is, how flexible it can be. We've got a lot of players in the squad now who can play a different positions you are talking some of them can play two or three different positions just on their own so there's going to be a lot of flexibility in it. i think that's even better for eddie howe tactically um, and yeah. in terms of trying to switch things up when required and, and having different game plans and really making it difficult for opposition teams to work out how we're going to play
0: yeah um it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be nice to see like i said i think last season once we had a couple of injuries that bench looked it very bare very weak bones, yeah. um yeah. i don't think i could that i mean obviously we can still get injuries and it could be the case in the season but it won't look as bad i don't think um we'll jump straight into the game uh and we'll uh, magically jump straight into the game <laughs> and um we'll start with the first goal because it was only six minutes uh that it, that it took to for jacob murphy to score uh, ian um, do you wanna talk us through it? Uh do you wanna can, can you remember it? It seemed like you, uh, you yeah, know what go, it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was sat for up until we scored the second, I was sat thinking, well, really the only thing we've we've done is Jacob Murphy's goal. And I remember it vividly now because obviously we scored <laughs> another three. I don't really remember that I knew I know that were obviously the, the first five, ten minutes I thought were oh, very, very good and we'll press them or in control. Um I think the ball's played over from the left and sort of breaks in the box. And then Murphy picks it up, sort of knocks it out to to get half a yard to get a strike away. And it's a, freaking, it's a great strike, like really, really good strike. And we've really seen powerful. that he has, yeah, we've seen that he's got that in, in his luck. Obviously, the I think there was the the shot in the, the cup final against Man U where mm. he took that from miles out and sort of like hit across mm. it and it just swerved past the post and then his goal last last season in the 6-1 against Spurs so he's got that in his locker and I thought he looked very very confident after the early goal I, I know there was he went down the right hand side because he was playing we, well I thought he was potentially play as a, as a wing back but it, it seemed like he was sort of a, a natural like a, a natural full back with a back four rather yeah. than the, the back three and the full backs uh, wing back sorry um, so he was getting down that right hand side very similar to what Trippier does but he He was cutting in a lot more, and I think there was a a class bit of play where he sort of, like, did a Cruyff turn between two defenders and drew a foul, so it was nice to see he's continued his his good form and his upturn in form um, from last season as well. So, um, no, but it was a a really good goal, and I I know Pepe Reina has what, 40, but he's he's still a, or he was, a very, very good goalkeeper. Probably his reactions aren't as as good, and we'll come to some of his... uh, or what you could have done better, in the, I think it was the third goal. But, uh, yeah, yeah Jacob, Jacob Murphy's goal, really, really good. Nice to see him on the score sheet. And should I tell you what I loved as well? His celebration, the baseball. Yeah. That was <laughs> that was great. Nice little touch to the um, the video that was seen in uh, in the American tour. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was a corner that came in from Richie, which uh, started yeah. that play. Um, and then, like I said, it fell to Murphy, Darlin, and you're expecting him to hit it first time, but... He took a touch, composed himself, got past that that man running out to him and it just opened up for him.
2: Yeah, um, I think it's probably a sign that he's really trying to improve his game as well and and not try and do everything based on instinct. So he's took that touch and you know what it is? The touch just bought him a second and then to get it then past the player that was approaching him to try and defend. And once he had done that, he had him on toast and he was away. And Mm -hmm. like you say, just to be able to generate that power and that pace on the shot from that angle as well. Um, It's not an easy thing to do when he really took it so well. Um, I mean, it caught Pepe Reyna by, you know, it caught him off guard a little bit because it was already passing before he even started moving towards it. So, but it was really nice to see. um, And like Ian said, you know, it it takes you back to a couple of bits from last season. Um, Particularly that one for me was the one in um, the goal against Spurs in the 6-1 because it, the way he struck it, it was very similar. Obviously it wasn't from mm-hmm. 30 yards out and it didn't have to swerve all over the place and go in at the other, in the opposite side of the goal, um, but it was very similar in, in terms of pace and power. Um, so, you know, we've talked a lot about needing um, reinforcements on that side of the pitch, but you think with all the attacking midfielders that we now have, we've got about a little pool there of about five or six. So yeah. for me, I don't think it'll be that much of a priority. Um I know people will call into question the quality that Murphy brings, but the lads earned it in the last eighteen months to have that chance. And you know, you, we all know as fans that if we were given that chance and we had the opportunity to play for the, for this club in the Champions League, I mean, that lineup. Whenever he makes that Champions League, if he starts a Champions League game and he's in that lineup when the camera scrolls down before kickoff, all you're just going to see is that look on his face that he had after he scored that second goal against Spurs. And he'll just have a, a wide mouth open. He'll just be smiling. It'll be great.
0: Yeah, uh, long, long may it continue. Obviously, we've also got Mickey Almer on it and played on that side as mm-hmm. well. Um, it's you know,
1: been it's really just good preseason.
0: A... Yeah, another good preseason. We talked about it yesterday, Chris and I. Um, you know, he, he was my man of the match yesterday. Um, but we'll talk. We'll move on to the second goal because after that first goal, wasn't really much going on. The game just got horrible. A bit sloppy, game got a bit scrappy. Yeah. There was yellow cards being branded left, right, and centre. It seemed like the referee maybe's lost control a little bit as well. Um, Yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll jump straight to the second goal because, like I said, there wasn't, I don't think there was much, if anything, to talk about. I think Harvey Barnes had a chance, uh, Mm -hmm. which was saved. Um, And I know we spoke yesterday about Anthony Gordon getting his chances and and not taking them. But Darrell's second goal, Harvey Barnes gets his first goal for Newcastle, first goal at St. James' um and it's a lovely little piece of builder play
2: it really is i mean you've got callum wilson breaking down the right hand side just to to quickly review that and you know at one point it looks like he loses the ball completely um with a bad touch but he's able to rescue it and it's very clever and very aware of him um to pick out joe linton at this point in the attack who's coming in on the edge of the box i think with bruno as well there is another yeah. player in there with him. i can't remember if it's bruno or long stuff yeah, um but, yeah, so you've got the two of them coming in. Harvey Barnes is on the other side making an overlap, and he finds himself in some space there. And Bruno ends up in the furthest advanced position at that point because that's when the ball is played, and they're both on side as well. Um, and he takes the ball off from the pass from Joel Linton really well, and it's just a great finish. I think it's more of a textbook Harvey Barnes finish as well. I think it's yeah. something that we see from him from his lesser days, um, much like what we'll get onto with the fourth goal as well but it, it's very much his style of goal um he just shifts it onto his strong foot and he just bends it in um again pepe arena doesn't really have much of a chance for this um but it was such a good finish and like you say the build-up to it was what really caught the eye
0: yeah yeah i mean the, the, you know we'll talk about the the next couple of goals in a minute and they all both had pretty decent build-up play ian but um it's nice to see harvey barnes break his duck well see break his duck get his first goal Um he's only been what his second game i think for it. um yeah so yeah i mean he's what he's been brought in to do are you expecting him to you know we're going to see a lot of that this season do you reckon
1: you would hope so um i think that's one thing that would would lack was goals from that area particularly left with st maximum um obviously i know gordon's had it again i think he's had a a good pre-season so it's going to be a nice headache to have but not just a headache a case of both of them very very good quality players and the do the, the off has something slightly different, but um, I think if Anthony Gordon can add goals to his games, it, it's going to be pretty much a 50 50 who's going to start, who's going to come on throughout the the, the whole season. Um, it was nice This I thought he did look, uh, Bonds, this is, thought he looked very, very confident. He was wanting to drive at. Um, at the defence, he, he looked like he was carrying the ball really well, so really, really good to see. And like like Daryl said, he's, he's finish is very, very natural. just opens his body up and then bends it around the keeper. So um, I thought he, he attempted quite good link-up play with Wilson. It didn't quite yeah. come off sometimes. Sometimes the pass was a little bit behind where it should be, but um, there was a nice little relationship development with, with the two of them as well. Yeah, we'll talk
0: a little bit about Callum Wilson, Daryl. Um, we made a couple of comments in the in the group chat that he seemed a bit isolated today, similar to Isak yesterday, where things weren't really you know working for him until he almost went out wide. He went, he almost dropped dropped out a bit right when he was coming deep and was able to pick up the ball and was enough for that that first goal. And you know we'll not talk about the fourth goal yet, but he did very similar in there. And and I made a comment saying, look. The difference this season could be that you've got Isak and Wilson over the last two games, they've got three assists. Um, do you think that's something that Eddie Howe is noticed and think you know what, I'm going to need players getting in the box for Isak and Wilson to get more than just goals?
2: Absolutely. Um, I think, you know, th- this... You know, we, we, we seem to have been... You know, you want to be reliant on your strikers to get all your goals for you, but you don't want to be over-reliant on them. Yeah. Um, and it's nice that the strikers can then be able to go to the other side and, and provide assists for the advanced midfielders. And like we said before, we've now got a little pool of advanced midfielders and attacking midfielders in the squad who we know can put the ball in the back of the net. So it's going to be good all around. And I think... Well, I know we did really well in terms of the amount of goals we scored last season, but on that premise from from today and and the improvement that we've seen this pre-season we could see more and if we yeah. don't see more in terms of total value we'll at least see more from different parts of the pitch um and you know if you combine that with um Isaac and wilson even matching anything close to what they did last season then there's a lot of goals in this team and like you say i think it's been done tactically so that we can really exploit that and, and generate these different possibilities and like i said before it just means there's another dimension to how we play and it just makes it more difficult for opposition teams to deal with us
0: yeah absolutely um obviously half time with two nil up ian um we'd already won what? this
2: Oh was it not one nil was one nil at half time one nil half time yeah
0: sorry yeah then <laughs> we've got three goals off. we would already kind of won this before the game started did you expect the two 0 down that that would be it? Would we'd you know would probably just bring on a few more of the youngsters and just kind of save some energy, or, or do you think this was kind of Eddie's last chance to get ninety minutes out of some of these players? And you know we saw what happened. um You know towards the end, of, and we'll come to the goal in just a second. But were you were you surprised there was no changes at halftime? Were you surprised there was no changes kind of early in that second half?
1: um no based on what i seen yesterday so he yeah. pretty much played 90 minutes of the the the, te- the players that were potential starting 11 um so i expected very much the same today like you say it was the same bench so a couple of minutes for the the youth team the fringe players but it's probably given him his best idea of what his starting 11 is for for next week obviously there's a, a week of training so that could have an impact but mm-hmm. um didn't expect Anything other than maybe the last ten minutes, maybe to that's when he would start making changes. Um, but I think as well, it goes to the the mentality of Eddie Howe as a manager that it's pre-season friendly. Realistically, it's a, it's a nothing cup unless we somehow get a hundred million for winning it, which would be great. <laughs> um, but even yesterday, so. Because I was sitting in the East Stand yesterday, I was looking directly across to where the directors box were, and it was when Nice were playing Villarreal. Eddie Howe had like a game, an hour, like an hour ahead of time in in sort of time, and he's sitting watching how Villarreal play him and Jason tyndall in the the directors box. Uh, yeah, the directors box, and they're watching how Villarreal play, and I think it's a testament to him how professional and how like driven he is to to do his scouting and to mm. to get the best performances out of players so um didn't surprise us at all that that's what he what he would do but um again it's just more minutes in the legs for for those that are going to be sort of starting next week as well yeah well
0: we'll come to the third goal uh ian we'll stick with you obviously um it was a, a joel linton run from it was, i think it was almost the halfway line oh, yeah in the goal. Half, yeah Yeah, that first touch just takes care out of it. Uh, Do you want to walk us through it?
1: Um, yeah. (laughs) I I remember (laughs) this. I remember this one. So yeah, the the ball breaks and it's. I mean, if you don't mind, I mean, (laughs) he's touched around the defender like he's not even there. Very similar to the ball when he got played over against Spurs, and he just takes his touch like his first touch for. Considering what eighteen months ago he had a shot that he managed to kick himself in the head with. it just shows how far he's come as a player and what what i really like to see as well is what we all know sort of joe linton's like a bit of a bat run ram in terms of his like defensive side of the game but he's a very very powerful runner like he's he's an absolute tank and i feel if anyone was up next to him they would have probably just bounced off him but yeah really really strong run through the middle and then um it's what's nice as well is outside the box whereas
2: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Obviously, with him signing as a striker, that's where you feel he would be more prolific, and it just shows that the confidence that he's got to take a shot on from a little bit further out, and it's it's a really good finish. Um, so it's nice to see him score as well. I, you know I really love Joe Linton. It's just, just dead canyon. <laughs> yeah, like, Daryl,
0: it, it looked like the shot took a little deflection the way the keeper reacted, but it didn't seem to. Um, do you think maybe no, the keeper should be doing better
2: there? I really do, actually. And it's like when, they, you, like you say, the instant reaction when you see the way Pepe Reina reacts to that is it's come off the defender, hasn't it? Really, it's wrong footed him somehow. And then when you watch it back and you think, well, the defender's actually nowhere near him. So, and then you know, we all know how mint Joe is, but I'm pretty sure he's not that good where he can, like, Hit the ball at the right angle from when he's hit it to, to try and fool <laughs> a goalkeeper um but yeah it really should be doing better and i think it i think i think it was after the fourth goal which we'll get on to but there seemed to be some sort of inquest going on directly after that and i think you yeah. was really not happy with the defenders at that point um but just to to, to quickly mention that first touch to take it around the defender such a good touch unreal touch and you know as soon as he had done that he was away and like Ian yeah. said, such a good run into the into the area outside of the box and to just put it in is really, really good. And do you know what it is as well? It was really interesting because he had Harvey Barnes on the left screaming for it at the same time. And he's just thought, you've had your fun, I'm having mine this time. And then he just buries it. And it's such a good goal. It's such a good counter-attacking goal as well. And that's been another strength to our game that we've had for a little while now. And it's really nice to see that it's not necessarily a quick attacking midfielders that you're relying on to, mm. to provide that as well. It's good to see Joe Linton be able to to break forward and do it. And I think we'll probably see it from Bruno and we'll probably even see it from Tenali at some point during the season as well, because they can all... I reckon they've all got that sort of thing in their locker. Um, and it was such a good goal to score. really yeah. was.
0: Yeah, well, you mentioned that Harvey Bond's not getting his joy there, but pretty much minutes later was was blinking this the third goal was coming in um he does get his second of the of the day darrell um it's mm-hmm. another nice run from wilson um to to start it off uh, again I'll, I'll leave it to you to, to walk us through it
2: yeah it's very similar position to where he was for the the second goal of the game and harvey Barnes's first and um, but this time the, the the cross is direct to harvey and he does so well to just get it under control and, and put it away um again like we said before, it's a very much a, a what you would call a textbook Harvey Barnes goal. It's it's right out of his playbook. Something we can expect to see a lot more of this season. Um, and I think, you know, he really has played himself into contention to start next week against Aston Villa. Um, I think, you know, I mentioned it in the group chat. I'm glad I don't have to have these headaches that Eddie Howe <laughs> has to when it comes to team selection because I don't know how I would do it. Um it's it's gonna be so interesting to see. And I think I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks now with, with everything that we've seen during, during pre-season there. I think Eddie started pre-season, especially in, in America, he, he changed the formation and we we, we sort of tested out a, a three-at-the-back formation with wing-backs. And we've also seen, it was pretty evident in some of the games, late on in some of the games, that it switched and we started playing like a 4 two, 3 one And that goes in hand with Eddie's traditional 4-3-3 that he used last season. So, again, we've talked about the player's flexibility um, as a whole means that we can now start to think about different systems for different types of games. Um, And it's going to be really interesting to see how we do that, especially now that we've got all these Champions League games to come as well. We'll probably see something where there is a bit of a switch. Um, It's going to be really good to see, um, and I can't wait. And... I think today's performance it took what ten minutes to get the three goals to finish the game off after after getting the first in the first half. Um so it's gonna be really interesting to see and like I say, it's set me up on such a good mood for this week and I can't wait for next weekend to come round. Can it come quick enough?
0: Yeah, well that, that pretty much is the the last of the, the events in the game, if you will. Obviously a few of the youngins came on after that and and you know it it ended 4-0. Um we do end up lifting the seller cup um i oh, mean that the, prize the, money. The, the, <laughs> the trophy had the newcastle crest on it. So I mean, up, I yeah I don't know. and it was almost black and white stripes i don't know what people <laughs> were expecting yeah but yeah um seller cup champions you'll never sing that um we mm. are the reigning and only seller cup champions and yeah i mean obviously we all know it. it it is what it is it's like the 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 one we won last season over in uh, saudi arabia well, yeah. I think that one has a bit more of a, a stand in, in Saudi Arabia. I think that's quite a big deal over there from what I remember them talking um, about. But, uh, yeah, saying that, I can't remember the name of the cup, so there you go. But um, that leaves us seeing undefeated in pre-season. Um, I think it's five wins and two draws. Um, it's a nice feeling, not to losing pre-season.
1: It is, and given the way it started as well, where we're 2-0 down, against gateshead and i was absolutely sodden and still have a cold from it um it's there's been there's been different kinds of results obviously we went behind in against gateshead had to grind grind out a result uh, were blown away by villa very early on given that that's the the first opponent next season as well i thought that was a very good standard of of pre-season friendly to be honest um again came back and and went in half time level Went another goal down, and then got ourselves back in it. Again, same against Chelsea. I thought we, I thought we looked the better of the sides before they scored. They've scored, and then we've we've clawed it back. And then we went again. Yeah, went down against Brighton as well, and then come up with a winner in the last five minutes. So it shows shows the grit and determination. It would be nice to to have a lead and and not have to worry about that. But like I say, those two games over the weekend showed that, and it's not not against any slouches either. Like Fiorentina, they've just been in the the Conference League final. Um, yeah, Villarreal are a very good technical Spanish side. Um, they made it. I thought they made it difficult. They very very much broke up any sort of rhythm in the game, whether that being fouling, whether that being by keeping possession. But it's been it's been a really nice preseason. Um, nice to to see some good results um and very much like Dar. i'm very excited to to see what we do against villa um even more so because i'll be on my holidays then so i'll be drinking a little, maybe a pina colada because i'm a cocktail Ooh. kind of guy well,
0: there you go well that is it for pre-season that's it for this reaction as well uh we move on to next week the beginning of the 2023 to 2024 season it's finally here boys i'm i cannot wait um Ah. this week will be full of content on this channel we're gonna have match previews match reactions i think we're even getting a beyond the lines with Matty. um obviously the always smiling faces podcast hopefully in the new studio there's there's a my notifications be going mad because i think chris has sent a tweet out as we're recording this with some pictures (laughs) so we'll get to see the new studio hopefully um can he chat us back this week whole host of content coming your way and the only way to be notified when new videos go live is to scroll down from this video and hit that little notification bell once you've hit the subscribe button if you like this video as well hit the little thumbs up it helps get this video in the hands of other newcastle fans and if you want to go one step further it's 2.99 a month it gets you early access to videos like this it gets you access to the telegram group which has been absolutely outstanding and today we've just launched a discord group for all of the gamers out there to set up multiplayer games and do voice chat and whatever you want to do all that comes as part of your membership um yeah plenty to be had 2.99 a month you can't ask for much more um boys thanks very much for this one enjoy the rest of your sundays thanks you for watching and we'll see you in the next one ta da!